0: If you like the show, share it with a friend. You can find us at facebook.com slash Slip Angle Show, and you can visit our new home on the web at www.tracktuned.com backslash Slip Angle. You can also leave us reviews and ratings on iTunes. Do not pay attention. <laughs> I do not have mirror in the race car. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Just like my I mama do. said,
0: never look back. <laughs> the past is the past. That's why I don't have any... Uh, Any mirrors in my race car. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Slip Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot, and I'm here at the end of the 25-hour Thunder Hill uh, race uh, out here in California, and it's still raining a little bit. Got a little bit of rain uh, about midway through last night, and uh, it just never really stopped. So uh, I'm here with uh, with Justin Ross. How's it going, Justin? Good. Yourself? Doing great. Some of you may uh, remember Justin from our Miatas at Laguna Seca. Or, sorry, Miatas at Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca. There you go. There you go. uh, From just a couple weeks ago on my first trip out here to Cali. Um, so how's it going, Justin? Good, very good Awesome, uh, tell us a little bit about your, uh, your team that you're with today so, and, uh, and how everything
2: went gra- Yeah. So we're working with Control Engineering, uh, that's the shop I work for and help run We specialize in BMWs Okay. Uh, we mainly work on E30s and E46s, non-M variants We do work on a couple of M cars here and there, make them full track builds okay. But it's mainly the non-M stuff for Spec E30 and Spec E46 um, We ended up showing up this weekend with one of our Spec E46 cars Actually the first one we built, right. it went, went wheels down in February and after this weekend, we've actually put ten thousand miles on it this year. Wow, really? Yep. Ten thousand
0: all track miles. All track
2: miles. No, wow. no street miles or anything wow. like that. All race miles. You're
0: talking about a thousand miles a month.
2: Yep, pretty much
0: since you since it got finished. Yep, actually probably a little more than that. Yep, the math. Yeah.
2: So so that car got a complete rebuild about two weeks ago. We went through, did all-new bushings, control arms, Anything that was replaceable got replaced. Okay. Uh, how, uh,
0: how is that Spec E46 class up around here?
2: That's good. It's actually very strong. We usually yeah. have a field of about 12 to 15 cars in the local NASA region, okay. which is enormous for a first-year yeah. class. Yeah. Now, mean,
0: uh, for, for our listeners um, that may not be informed very well, what uh, what is
2: Spec E46? Spec E46 is using the 2001 to 2006 BMW 330 chassis. Okay. Um, basically convert, I'm sorry, basically the coupe or the four-door okay. uh, chassis is available. The uh, Non-ZHP? Non-ZHP, non-ZHP yep, okay. non-EVs. Okay. It's got to be a normal 330 CI or I. Right. Um, basically from there, everything is is very much specced out. We get MCS dampers. Uh, brake rotors are free of choice, but we get a spec ECU tune. We have a spec exhaust from Magnaflow uh, okay. produced by Bemmerworld. Okay. So it, it's very much a spec class of the cars. There is a little bit of freedom here and there. Um, with some of the tuning items you're allowed to do and some some custom stuff you can come up with, but for the most part it's it's pretty much a spec class and it's it's worked out great so far. There's a couple rules that are getting tightened up for next year, okay? Which which we like to see. Um, but we're talking about cars with about 230 wheel horsepower, 2850 competition weight after okay. it comes so off pretty, class.
0: Pretty light, I mean that's yeah. pretty pretty quick car Yeah,
2: and and I mean we're doing great times two flat around here at yeah. at Thunderhill, which was so it seems right kind of striking
0: nice balance you know it's uh it's a spec car you right know, where the racing's good but it's still fast enough you can take it to you know your local track day and stuff and still oh, have yeah. fun and run competitive times unlike you know in a miata and stuff Correct. you're getting your blowers do up or your doors blown off and everything so right
2: so so we're talking a step in between say your spec miata or your spec e30 right to a full-blown gt3 cup car right you know this is this is starting to get that that fine balance in between which a lot of the spec guys were looking for okay. trying to move up so awesome
0: so uh, any issues with the car at all this weekend?
2: Yeah, this weekend we had some fun. Uh, we did enough finishing, so that was great. We finished P4 in class, we finished okay. P17 overall. Oh, wow. How um, many How many cars started? 67 cars started. Okay. Awesome. So we'll take that for a first year team. This is the first year this team's ever been out here. Wow. Uh, 80% of the crew members here had never attended the 25 hour before, okay. period, not even as a spectator. So it what kind
0: out. of what kind of practice goes into uh, to that? You know, we uh, we're talking with a, another guy a couple you know uh, episodes ago that that ran 25 hour stuff, um, and he was saying that they did a lot of you know prep and everything and yeah. practicing beforehand. I assume that's the same case here.
2: Correct. So we've been testing we've been testing on this car for the last three months specifically for the 25 hour. Okay. Um, it's it's seen about six weekends worth of testing. Okay. Um, then in the the shop we've you know practiced pit stops. We said all the replaceable parts, if we had something fail, we made it so we had the systems in place that it could be replaced just during our normal pit stop, during our fuel or our tire change, and not have it cost us any additional time and get back out on track. So it's actually much more than just developing a car that can go around the track. You need to develop all the processes for your high wear items to make sure that they are replaceable uh, without losing any extra time in the pits. Okay.
0: Now, with the uh, with a Spec E46, what are the main wear items that uh, you kind of keep an eye on? So without, without giving anything special away, you know? But. No,
2: so, so the big wear items we have seen are the front control arms. Um, okay. We have seen play develop in the ball joints, uh, especially the inner ball joints. Um, the other big one, one we actually seen was one we had an issue with this weekend was an axle. Uh the, the bearing carrier by the differential shatters. Oh wow. And we had one shatter with us uh about one thirty AM this morning. Okay. And eight minutes in and out back on
0: track yeah just when you told me that earlier i was like holy crap man yep. like so that's, we, what, that's what practice will get correct you.
2: and it's, it's having all the spare parts laid out and having the tools laid out Yeah. so so, you know. so
0: if you're running what kind of lap times are you guys running at that that point of the night the uh, that
2: point i was right about when the rain was starting to show up so we were in the high 210 area so it would okay. be like a 217 okay. 218 yeah so you're
0: talking over eight but the course of eight minutes you're talking you only lost four laps correct you know? that's, that, that's that pretty be, amazing that's
2: damage control yeah um and we ended up getting back a couple of those laps through some fancy pit work strategy and uh, getting some good breaks on caution flags, double yellows, and getting wave arounds because the overall leader was right behind us. Right. So we ended up picking three laps up through through skipping a pit stop and okay. uh, getting wave rounds. Okay. So it worked out really nice.
0: Now, I know you told me earlier that you uh, you ended up finishing up the last, like, 10 hours of the race on one set of tires.
2: Yeah. So around, we had some rain in the middle of the morning or the middle of the night. Um, we stayed out on slicks and were able to save ourselves a pit stop from that. Uh, with our fuel strategy. Okay. So some people half stopped themselves and came in and got rain tires, and we didn't see it necessary. So we stayed out on the slicks. Uh, then the rain finally really did come, and we didn't cost ourselves a pit stop. And we hopped in, put on the rain tires at around 2 a.m. this morning. Okay. And we ran the same tires from 2 a.m. all the way to the finish nice. at noon.
0: Did you guys make any uh, basic setup changes and stuff uh, just, when the rain came, like shocks, sway bars, stuff like some, that, or uh, just
2: front damper? And that was okay. it. And that okay. was part of that's again going into the the practice and the testing.
0: Right, you knew you knew where you needed to Right,
2: be. when we found a compromise between a dry setup and a wet setup that yeah. allowed us to transfer between both of them very easily.
0: Okay, now did a lot of the drivers did they have uh, a lot of seat time in the car in the wet? Yeah, um, yeah so,
2: so all four of them race in Specky 46. Okay. Um, I mean, we're talking all of them in combination probably this year have, have five to 600 to, uh, hours in, wow. in a Specky 46. Okay. So for us to jump in here, it was very easy. This is our home track, so we also have many hours here at Thunder Hill as well. Right. And that made it extremely easy for us to jump in here and run that car this weekend. Okay.
0: Awesome. Now, uh, who, who was driving for you guys? What, uh, so
2: so we had uh, professional driver, Greg LaFougie. Okay. Uh, he normally drives for Next Level European in the Continental Tires Challenge Series. Okay. Uh, he's also the driver's coach for Aristotle Bailog, Um and Tasha Baylog, who I believe you'll we'll be talking to later. 17-year-old girl and insane driver. Yeah. The car control she has at her age and everything is absolutely ridiculous. And also uh, Stephen Ferrario. He's been a long time friend of Control, uh, and also a very fast driver. Holds the records for Specy thirties, like at, at Miller Motorsports Park and some of those tracks like that. So
0: okay, now for for some of our listeners that are you know listening and recognize Justin's name, uh, Justin actually won the NASA Western States TTE National Championship this year. So he's a, a very quick driver himself. Uh, and just recently, I think a week or two ago, I saw a video uh, where you were at Buttonwillow running a yep. uh, two minute flat. Laps in a 1.6 liter Miata. Yep. So we, that's just insane, man.
2: Yeah, we're getting ready for next year. The West Coast Championships next year are going to be at Buttonwillow again, okay. even though they haven't released the configuration yet. Okay. Um, I ended up going on Black Friday. It's kind of become a traditional thing with me and some of my friends. We run with Speed SF track events. They get it every Black Friday for the last 10 years now, or something, 11 years. And we went out there and ran, and it was a nice, cool day, sunny day. So the track got some temp, and the air was nice and cold, and Made sure I had some pretty good tires for that event and see how low we could go. Nice. And yeah, the car was really, really hooked up. Yeah, that's
0: just, that's flying. Man. I mean,
2: Riverside is is completely flat. Yeah. Um, we're talking insane speeds. Okay. And it's, it's a shame we didn't get to break Sub 2 yet, yeah. but there's a motor plan for that next well, year. Now, when, so
0: when are you going wheel to wheel, man?
2: That will be next year as well. Okay. So next year, the plan is to go wheel to wheel, uh, also do West and East Coast championships. Do okay. Both of them. Cool. And. Uh, Got a new motor in the works, and yeah. we'll try to we'll try to bridge that 11 horsepower gap. That's that I'm missing. So. Okay,
0: should, awesome. Should maybe, a, maybe maybe so. drive here next year too. Uh,
2: maybe maybe we'll, we'll see how the cars play out or for crew that crew chief. Or, yeah, probably, know, it'll probably be more on the crew chief. Someone's got to do it. Right? Someone's got to do it. Yeah, I did it this year. It'll probably probably be a, a good phase in for next year.
0: Okay, and do yeah. it again for next year. Yeah, you know when I when I showed up last night. Um, you know, it's probably what? Probably probably around midnight yeah. or so. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're down in the pit box like analyzing everything. Yeah, um, we got, what we... are what are some of the main things that, you know, as a as a crew chief that you're kind of keeping an eye on?
2: So mainly last night was the rain. We knew the right. rain was going to come. We didn't know when it was actually going to come and get here. Um, yeah, and thanks
0: again for that tip too. Because yeah, I, you're welcome. <laughs> I didn't know we went we to Walmart, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, Troy and I, and grabbed some ponchos. So that was kind of was kind of nice.
2: Yeah, we knew the rain was coming, so we knew we had to be careful with that, and really watch and, and plan our fuel strategy from there. Um, we're also looking at our fuel consumption uh, as we're going around each lap. You know, look at the lap times, looking at the fuel consumption, seeing what kind of consumption we are averaging and figuring out where our pit stops are going to land. Okay. And also time it with the rain, time it with double yellows, right. see if we can if we can possibly pick up a spot or okay. do something from there and watch what the other teams are doing. Okay.
0: Yeah, I guess with the you know what the rain, you're you're not driving full throttle as much, so fuel consumption, Correct. you have to recalculate and everything. Yep, yep you got to um, replay the fuel consumption. Did you numbers. guys you know, run here in the rain before and knew kind of what fuel consumption was like. Actually, fuel- or is that relying on you know driver input, like letting you know how much much fuel is still in the car?
2: Yeah, so we have we use a uh, aim. Electronic products. Yeah. And uh, so we had a G- G-dash with the digital display on there, giving us our field numbers. And uh, down the front straightaway, every lap, the driver would mic mic up to us and say, you know, this is the number. Okay. And uh, so we would start, you know, figuring out – because each driver is a little different. Each consumption is a little different. Right. Um, we start figuring out what their consumptions were on this stint because actually even, you know, each driver per stint could have a little different consumption depending on air temperature and, and traffic. And, right. Um, so we, we went through there. We'd start figuring out the stint, figure out where they were going to land. Uh, we did mainly double stints for this race, so right. then we knew we would get a repeat on the next one, and made the next stint very accurate to okay. line out. Okay.
0: Now I know for uh, for a lot of people, you know, they think that uh, that endurance racing can be kind of expensive, which it is. Um, but mostly on on the consumable side, you know, like the entry fee for this is really isn't that bad.
2: No, if I remember correctly, it was twenty five fifty for yeah. this year.
0: Yeah, and so you split that with all the drivers and Correct. everything, and it's you get more seat time than you do at a normal track weekend. Correct, and you're out wheel to wheel racing. Like it's a very compelling argument. Right. Um. You know, as far as like uh, what your guys car w- was doing on brakes, you know, what had you, c- you calculated if it wouldn't stay dry the whole time, what kind of uh you know. I guess how many brakes did you think you were going to go through, brake pads, and then how many tires do you think you would have gone through as well?
2: So we did a lot of brake testing between four different brands and compounds this year. I'll leave which one I used a little bit of a secret. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, don't give
0: it all away, no, man. No, <laughs> no, no.
2: But uh, uh, we had we had planned for not needing a brake or a pad or a rotor change okay. during the race. Um, we found a compound that we really liked. Um, very high initial bite, which allowed us to be easy on the pedal, right? And that did a, that doesn't wear the pads too much. Okay. So we now agreed. was there
0: was there a braking strategy that all of the drivers kind of agreed on to make the brakes last? No. Or we just we no? just picked just one. The pads. Yeah, we picked to... one
2: with the with the high initial bite that that forced okay. the drivers to be light on the pedal. Okay. So they didn't have an option on on you know that, and that allowed right. us to monitor the, the monitor the brake wear and make sure that we can make it through all 25 without a brake change.
0: Okay, so you're talking, you know, very little expense in brake pads and rotors Correct. if you pick the right thing. Correct, yeah. You know, it's exactly. going to take a little bit of testing, but... Right,
2: it took us some testing to figure it out, yeah. but, but we knew what we needed, and sure. yeah, we did have an extra set here just in case something haywire right. went right. wrong, but, but, but we that's. Knew. I mean,
0: in a heavy car like that, that's pretty yeah. quick, that's pretty amazing, to be honest. Correct, yeah. You pr- know, you're talking, you're talking 25 hours of track time. Um, right. You know, how much track time do we normally get on a normal weekend? On a you know, normal when, weekend, when, yeah, yeah if like you when we an, go to the track.
2: If you're on a Saturday or Sunday, you're lucky if you see four hours.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you're talking pretty much like six weekends out of a track day. I,
2: Correct. And actually, I can't make
0: my brake pads go six weekends.
2: Actually, with these pads uh, on and off during the sprint races and test days, so, you know, n- your normal session, kind of qualifying, driving, that kind of stuff and in a race, we saw 72 hours of use out of one set of brake pads. Wow. So we knew we wow. knew we were going to get through 25 very comfortably. Yeah,
0: yeah. And what about uh, what about tires? What uh, what tires were you guys running? And and so
2: we ran to the, the true specy 46 rules. We ran the the RRs for okay. the dry. and the What tr-
0: uh, what size is that for the? Is it a 235? It's a
2: 235 for this okay. year. Next year we're bumping up to a 255. Oh wow! But this year we ran a 235 4017. Okay. Uh, now are you guys
0: are you guys increasing the wheel width? Limit next year too for for E forty six. Nope. The to the wheel, a the wheel, to a, the wheel a 255? will
2: still be will still be a nine inch wide wheel. Okay. Um, but we will be running a two fifty five instead. Okay. Uh, and
0: so just in hopes of making the tires last a little bit longer, or heat build up, or what was the, the impetus behind that?
2: So we saw some interesting wear characteristics with the two thirty fives. Okay. Uh, the shoulders looked a little bit stretched out, and and we had some cupping going on. So the two thirty five wasn't really controlling the weight load and transfer of. The, the e46 too much okay so um, there was a general consensus to step up a size to see how that worked and the initial testing has showed very positive so we're making that uh, uh move for the whole organization okay. okay and see how it how it goes from there awesome we feel like the tire we feel like the tires are a bit undersized for uh the car yeah when, when we see spec Mustangs, which is a car we run very similar times to running on 295 yeah. R1s.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and we're on 235s, and we're doing very similar times to them.
0: Right. How many uh, How many sets of tires did you guys budget for this weekend? How many from your testing did you think you were going to go through?
2: So we brought eight sets of dries okay. and uh, four sets of rains. Okay. The rains, since they are R1s, we did plan to scrub them if we were in an intermediate area. Okay. You know, if we had rain for 10 minutes and we knew it was going to be dry for 10 and then back to rain we're willing to burn those tires through and have have still decent wet tires. Okay. So that's what we had planned out for, so that's what we brought for this weekend and I think we only like I said since we went 10 hours on one set yeah. of tires where we're going home what with, what's up. So, with so I guess what stickers. we're
0: saying is in an endurance race if it if it rains uh your budget can either be increased exponentially or it can decrease a lot. You're either gonna stop the car somewhere. Correct. Or if you keep it on track, your consumables go down a lot. Correct. So it's so. Uh, it's pretty much one or the other, right? Yep. Yeah, it
2: can go it can go both ways. There was a lot of there's a very high attrition rate at this event. Yeah. I mean over fifty percent. There was only 32 cars running at the green flag. Yeah. So and we started with 67. Yeah. So it's very much a the, the whole thing survived the 25. It's yeah. still Very true.
0: Now you guys had an, an interesting dilemma this year with the rain and everything, and uh, a little bit of condensation build up on the yeah. windshield. Uh, yeah. And you guys came up with a, a pretty a pretty fun little fix, but it was effective, right? Yep, we uh, the... uh, tell us exactly what happened and, and what you guys did.
2: Yeah. So the the BMWs are they do run very hot as an aluminum block an aluminum head kind of motor. Um, and it wasn't just us that were seeing the problem, actually, pretty much all the BMWs, even the, the M cars with the S motors were seeing the issue with uh, having the windscreens fog up. Wow. And it's it's very much has to do with the – there's no big area for ventilation for the airflow that's coming through the radiator, so it heat-soaks the, the whole tunnel area and the, and the trans area and the underbody.
0: It's the radiant heat coming <laughs> off of it. Correct. It, yeah. steams,
2: it steams any water, pretty much, that lands in there makes it steam and then it ends up on the window and we can't get it out so we even you know we even took the provisions of having anti-fog on there and having a very effective defroster system using birdcage fans you guys can see a picture of it yeah yeah Yeah, i'll be posting a picture
0: of a couple of things from the car um you know at some point
2: right and it still wasn't it still wasn't sufficient to keep the window keep the window clear so we ended up fixing it with cutting a broom in half and putting some towels on it and letting the driver wipe the window going down the front straightaway and the back straightaway and that seemed to work for the rest of the race.
0: Okay. Awesome. So. You guys are gonna be out here again next year?
2: Uh, that is the plan, yeah. We will be out here again next year. Okay. Probably actually in the same exact car. Yeah. Um, since this car is now set up for it, it's gonna make it a little bit easier to get it reset up again yeah. since we didn't spend all the labor hours yeah. to do all the, you know, the items like a switch panel and lights and all this. It's already on the car. Yeah.
0: So I know, uh, you know, with this being the first year of, of Spec E46 for you guys, you know, there's been some kind of development uh, as far as parts go and stuff like that. And you, you were explaining to me that you've got a couple things that you're working on, but we don't have to talk about them. Yeah, yeah, no, um, no, But, no. Uh, you know, what kind of feel does that make the class have? Because everybody, you know, it's kind of in the same boat. You know, it's not like there's a proven setup yet. Correct. Um, everyone's kind of learning together. Does that, you know, does that make the community, is the community pretty strong, I guess, would you say? Yeah. Um, no, it, it
2: actually makes it a bit secluded, actually. Really? Each, up here, at least, we have, we have four or five different shops that are running all in Specky 46, and okay. they're bringing two to three cars each. Okay. <clears throat> you know, each each shop, because they are shops, is trying to be on top. Right. So it's very much uh, this shop thinks this is the right route. This shop thinks this is the right route. <clears throat> and it's very much playing with it all and, and seeing, and, you know, each shop kind of lets some, some of what they did out. and Right. You still have to take it with a grain of salt because you don't know if it's correct or not. Right. Someone goes, "Oh, we're running our tire pressures at 47 psi," and you kind of look at them like, "I don't know if you're joking or if you're serious." <laughs> but that's a very interesting route you've gone. Yeah. So it's very much that you know the we're seeing unlimited. The diffs are still unlimited. There's no spec on the diff. Okay. There's no spec on sway bars. Uh, there's no spec on ride height or camber. Right. So we're we're seeing uh, many different setups. Okay. Would you
0: like to talk? Oh, we got somebody else? Yeah, yeah, come on man. Yeah, come, on, come on, come on, come yeah, on. You,
2: you can talk
3: with Natasha.
0: Okay. Yeah, we got uh, I got two mics. I'm gonna pause this real quick and we'll start again just in a yep. second. Alright guys, we're back after a quick break. I'm here with two of the drivers from Control Engineering. How's it going, guys? You wanna introduce
1: yourselves?
3: Uh sure. Um you wanna go ahead?
1: Uh, hey, I am Natasha Baylog. Um, one of the co-drivers, um, <laughs> <laughs> Total Control Engineering. Um, I'm 17 and,
0: uh... And you're a girl.
1: And I'm a girl. Oh yeah, yeah I'm a girl. It's like double whammy. Yeah, and double whammy. Like,
0: I am 17, oh and by the way, I am a female. Yeah, and I, there, I have a hearing Were there any somebody. other
1: females driving this week? No. It was great. No, really? it was actually awesome. One of my, uh, competitors, as he was walking by, he was like, Hey, you driving? I was like, Yeah. And then the whole crew just jaws dropped. They are like, what? Wait.
0: You need a sticker that says, you drive like a girl.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great.
3: So well, that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. what's your name, man? I'm uh, Greg Diefoge. Okay. Uh, part of the team uh, this weekend as well. I'm a little bit older than uh, 17. Yeah, uh, n- 19, right? 19. Yeah, okay. yeah somewhere around there. <laughs> Plus or minus. Um, and I've uh, been uh, starting to work with these guys uh uh, last March, um, okay. I'm the team coach, and um, it's been a really fun uh, project for us. Uh, kind of built up the whole season um, towards uh, running a car and a good effort uh, here uh, this weekend. So awesome!
0: So what uh, what was it like? I mean, the race started off pretty well. You know, I, I've never done uh, an endurance race, let alone a 25-hour
3: endurance race. Um,
0: do you guys have any experience with long, like with the 25-hour or anything? Did either of you run before?
3: Uh, Yeah, I think it's uh, my uh, sixth or seventh one. Okay. So, um, you know, we knew that uh, going in, it was all going to be about uh, minimizing the time behind the the pit wall. So um, our driver lineup was uh, really strong. Um, We were all um, uh, fairly fast. So um, we worked together really well, and we didn't have any weak spots really. So our car was really good in the dry tire wear was really good and it, the car was uh, obviously really good in the rain too so yeah. um of you know we're from around here so we have the home track advantage um mm-hmm. on some of the guys um unfortunately we ran into some uh, fogging issues so
1: oh god yeah justin justin <laughs> and i were
0: talking about that earlier so uh, who who was the first one that drove with the stick
3: uh that was me
0: yeah 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 okay i was who, who came uh, up with the idea <laughs>
3: Well, it's or, a, or is it
0: something that you've done beforehand? Yeah, anyway? I mean, okay. it's, it's
3: a pretty common trick in, uh, in race cars, and yeah. uh, every time you have to use it, uh, it's usually not a good sign. So yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty busy race. You know, it was funny.
0: Um, one, of my, one of my buddies, Nate, who might or might not listen to the, the show, uh, we were at Mid-Ohio one time, and it was raining, and he had just gotten his comp license and was racing and everything, but he had one of those sticks, and it actually caused him to go off uh, at the end of the straight. Um, because he was like too busy, like fumbling with it and didn't realize he was in the breaking zone Yeah, oh. and, yeah and just like locked him up and went right off. He's got a good video of it too. I'm going to have to put that in the, in the show notes, but. <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh it's pretty funny. Well, what's up, man? What? Nothing. Oh, you're just uh-huh. hanging out. Okay. Yeah. Justin came back. He's like stalker, like right behind me. He's, <laughs> He's like, does... Hey guys, what's going on? He does that a lot. Oh, and the sun is <laughs> yeah. finally coming out. First time since yesterday. <laughs> 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 I wish I had another mic, man. We could have a party. <laughs> okay, okay, so yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, about both of your your driving backgrounds a little bit. I know, like Tasha, you're you are pretty new for driving, right?
1: Yeah, no, I've only been driving for a year and a half. It's okay. Been, okay. Like maybe a season in total. Okay. From this year and last year. But there's essentially,
0: a, uh, um there's a, an E30 that's uh, moving in right now.
1: Oh yeah, my little broken down <laughs> baby. <laughs> Well, essentially, I got into... Should I wait a little bit longer? No, you're fine. Okay. Well, I got into racing because I have a hearing disability. Okay. And essentially, my parents just uh, threw me into the NASA car control clinic. Yeah. Just to make sure I have, like, skills that I could use on the road just to avoid an accident. Right. Because if I were to get into one, I would go completely deaf. But then after that car control clinic, a couple instructors came up and were like, Hey, like...
0: You're what actually a, pretty yeah, good. You, you have some
1: skills. So <laughs> yeah, I went with them. I got I'd- I got
0: skills. What kind of skills? You got nunchuck skills? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long oh. night. Sorry, I'm a little goofy right now.
1: <laughs> that was good. But
0: keep going. So so you took the NASA um, Teen Driver Control Clinic.
1: Yeah, and then after that, I um I s- trained with a coach that also drove with NASCAR, and then after that, in like two weekends, I got my comp license, okay. and then I've been training with Greg ever since. Now,
0: what, uh, what kind of cars were you starting off in when you first started? I know this year, or most of this year, it's probably been in, you know, in BMWs and spec mm-hmm. E46 and stuff like that, but...
1: Um, I actually started out in E30s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I started okay. out in E30s and have stuck with them ever since, so... Awesome. We just upgraded to E46s this season. Okay. So, it's a new thing, but it's good. It's yeah.
3: great. Yeah, yeah, awesome. What about you? Uh, for me, I've been, um, racing for, for about 10 years, a little bit more than 10 years. Okay. Um, same as you I had, uh, corporate jobs, uh, before. They suck, uh, don't they? Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. And, um, uh, basically in 2008, I got lucky enough to be, uh, to be laid off with the crisis. That's what happened to me, man. And, um, I was, uh, I was go-karting back then. Um, and, uh, basically that was my sign to, kind of try to do it full-time, so. Okay. Um, won a few championships. Uh, won a few. Yeah. What? Uh,
0: what? What class were you racing? That uh,
3: Rotax. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Rotax, uh, 125cc. Yeah. Rotax. One twenty five cc. Yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. Did you ever go to like super nats and stuff? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Never awesome. got lucky over there, but uh, yeah, it's a rough race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, um, I went through um, a, a racing school. Uh, racing series and uh, kind of uh, what, uh, what school uh, the back then it was the Jim Russell uh, okay. racing school yeah yeah um, now that's called uh, Sim Raceway right um, and after that I just made the kind of looked at um, all my options and uh, see where the most um, proceeds were and it seemed like uh, Continental was uh, was was the best place to be so uh, made the switch and kind of moved up from uh, from there. So okay,
0: who have you been driving for in the Continental Series recently? Uh, I
3: started with uh, with Compass 360, and then yeah, and, um, the, and the um
0: and the Hondas at the yeah, time. Yeah, and the Civics. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, uh, who is it? Um, Eric Powell was driving with mm-hmm. uh, Compass 360 at some point. Like. 2008 2009 or so i don't know if it was during that time but yeah yeah
3: okay yeah they were really fun car to drive yeah like the sound was just amazing yeah uh the the brakes were not very good back then but uh (laughs) but the motor was really good so it made up for it i know Uh,
0: there's probably a lot of people listening that kind of wonder how you kind of make that step into you know having a, a more professional type seat uh, what what did you do like did you do anything special that you feel that kind of set you apart or was it focused mainly on on driving and good results or what Yeah uh...
3: it's I mean you you have to be a complete package you know it's right, it's right. all about uh, marketing yourself it's about uh, being a good driver of course but it's also being a good coach and being to able to bring as much as possible to the team so right. uh, you have to be bringing all all sides of the equations basically Yeah so okay
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, that's really cool. Do you have uh, you have any lines right up lined up rides lined up for next year that you can um, talk about at this point, or not
3: not yet? Okay, not okay. yet. No problem. So I've been with, uh, with uh, BIM World for the last um, five or six years. Five years. Okay. Uh, last Who've, year,
0: who have some of your teammates been with Um uh,
3: Started off with um, John Capestro Dubetz. Okay. Um, and then uh, David Levine, who's uh, now switched to uh, to um, NASCAR, uh, and uh, Tyler Cook. For two years, uh, super fun guy. And uh, um, last year I was was uh, Eric Zimmerman uh, in actually the Porsche branch of that uh, that same team called Next Level European. Right. Um, so it was it was good. It was okay. good. So awesome. a Lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what's been your favorite track to drive?
0: You know, I'm sure uh, yeah. racing in all the different series, you've raced most of the the pro courses and things like that.
3: Yeah, I got to say, uh, VIR is definitely a, a special place. Okay. Uh, it's got. You know everything. Between yeah. Hairpins, fasts. It's uh, down
0: a tree lately. I don't know if uh, if anyone told you that. Yes. yes <laughs> yeah. I guess there. I was a while ago yeah, now, yeah, yeah. but
3: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely um, you know the the tree helped you uh, with reference point back yeah. then, and now yeah. it's all flat, so it's it makes it a little bit more challenging. Yeah, so. I can imagine.
0: <laughs> awesome. So have you ever done like a like the thirteen hour
3: VR I, or anything? Yeah, okay. I've done it. Okay, cool. Done it, so. Awesome. Um, done it in the specy Thirty with. Uh, with stock headlights and I was that was a little scary. Okay.
0: <laughs> now let's talk <laughs> like driving driving strategy a little bit from, you know, from a sprint race or more like a, you know, a shorter race mm-hmm. to a longer race like this. What are some of the things that you focus on that might be a little bit different? This is actually for both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think's uh, what do you think's the the main key as a driver for success, you know, for something like this because you still have to be quick, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't want to wad the car up. Yeah. So, you know, what's how do you know how far to push it but not push it too far.
1: Greg's looking at me like, yeah, said, don't a screw of, up the tires. A, you know, a little bit of a, of a loaded
0: question. <laughs> what but. has
1: the grasshopper learned? <laughs> no. Um, and yeah, this
0: is actually quiz time. We're actually not yes. even recording. Just, <laughs> just, just, no, this is just, just for him. For Greg. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, here we go. Um, no, I mean, I've only done sprint races before this. So shifting over to endurance racing, um, just like technically speaking, it was a lot of short shifting, not... Scrubbing the tires too much. Entry of two <laughs> in the bypass of Thunderhill. <laughs> I like to I like to drive through the tires and understeer a lot. She's so we're working a heavy on that.
3: Right foot. Yeah.
1: I I do have a heavy right foot. I just well, she's a woman around. after all, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Sorry, that was that was really bad. I apologize. <laughs> okay. That is not representative of the uh, views of this show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Like, the technical things that people tell you to do, but it's also different mentally speaking, I guess. Okay. Because I know just being a beginner racer, starting in sprint series, you just get very mentally yeah just riled up, and then you don't perform yeah. at your best. I but mean, was-
0: I was going to say, like, for, for this race, you know, for driving for a year, year and a half... And then being here and being driving here, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, like, this is like the bucket list for them. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, you know, I, I, I'd love to hear your side, you know?
1: Yeah, no, of course. I mean, it's. Sorry, been, I didn't mean to
0: interrupt you there. You like know, I said, totally I've been up went. for way too long.
1: No, it's okay. We all have. <laughs> <laughs> We're all kind of sticking to each other, dude. like, God. We're Like, can't you stop talking? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Heavy, Heavy Foot is where we, we broke foot. up about stuff. Yes
1: got a very heavy foot. Um, I've seen how
0: you drive. You've got a heavy foot. I do. Blow yourself to smithereens. (laughs) Sorry, another Fast and Furious reference. I apologize. That's
1: good. (laughs) But um, yeah, no. And then it's just the mental aspect, essentially. I mean, I know I haven't performed my best in the past series um, with NASA Sprint Series, but I know out there I did some of my best driving because there wasn't that pressure to perform. It was just me doing lap times and just going for it and just making clean passes right so the hope i guess is to take that kind of mental attitude for endurance racing and put that into sprint racing so okay i don't know if that answers the question
0: (laughs) (laughs) what uh what do you feel are the are the main keys um you know for for success
1: well
3: you you want to make um you want to have basically you want to have the least amount of pit stops. Right, is really what it what it is. So whatever you can do to make the car last as as long as possible. Yeah. Uh, so whether it's um, it's uh, fuel conservation or um, tire wear or things like that. So, okay. So um, at um, you know it, it's all about uh, driving just below the car abilities, um, but being able to stay right there right. all the time. Because like, so.
0: you still want to be going fast, yeah. but you don't want to overdo it. Uh, when the rain started falling last night, um, did both of you get stents in the rain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, what, uh, what did you guys change with your driving style? You don't have to give, like, any, like, deep, deep secrets away. But,
3: oh, boy. But, uh, um,
0: yeah, like, what did, what did you do different? And, you know, especially for you, you know, have never really haven't driven in a, a long endurance race. And then it's raining oh and God. it's dark. You know, and like, it's what? all foggy. Yeah, yeah. You can't really see anything. You can't see out the windshield. You're pulling, like, an Ace Ventura. Like, yeah, you know, like, looking out the window, catching bullets in your teeth.
1: Um... So, what was the question? So, just like how
0: did that shift? Yeah, yeah. Like um, how? How? What did you do when it started raining to kind of keep everything under control? Make sure you weren't going to wad the car up. Yeah. Um. But still, you know, like obviously be to the yeah. Track conditions. Yeah. What, uh, especially for you, since it was kind of probably one of the first it's, times. Yeah, a new thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I've only driven once before in the rain. And to t- train for this, we drove the rain line in the drive, so it wasn't a good simulation. I mean, it was, it was fabulous, Greg. It was great.
3: It was. Really He's out good. there with a squirt model, like in yeah. each border. I didn't right
1: turn one. Oh, she's coming. Let's go. <laughs> no. Um. What I did. Um. Well, of course, like. Adjusting rain line, but also just smoother inputs. Right. And um, something that I'm having a hard time with, but we're learning, is just being able to read the track conditions. Yeah. And just test out whether or not a certain patch is a little too slippery to go off of or not, or see what other cars are doing. Like, if they can go on the paint in turn 8 and, and not spin out, maybe yeah. we should try that at a yeah. slower speed. <laughs> but just things like that. Like that can, that can catch you off water. guard though
0: that happened to me once oh god <laughs> so yeah so there was one of my friends and we're mm-hmm. like going around in the you know rain and everything and like i'm noticing i'm like he's not breaking like <laughs> hardly anywhere what's going on oh, no. and so i was like well he's not breaking i'm gonna try and not break <laughs> so we're going and like that did not work out very well <laughs> and like we get to the you know we get back out and i'm like man you weren't breaking anywhere he's like what what are you talking about like you use the brakes and then I was like, yeah, we used the brakes. He's like, no, man, I'm just kidding. I, I think maybe my my brake pedal like sensor went out. So, yeah, it looked like he was like going around the track without brakes. Oh, Luckily, God. it was just like a track day, you know. But yeah. but, yeah, so he's going around in the rain without using brakes. I'm like, this guy has got some balls, you know. So so it can, like, it can, it can catch you off guard a really very quickly. Really sharp lift. But, yeah. But, no, like being able to, I think, learn and adapt as you're on track, mm-hmm. going through different conditions, that's really what sets good drivers apart. That's why yes. really good drivers, they, they can race in all different series, right. you know? You know, like from NASCAR to, you know, stuff like this to off-road racing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was talking to Ross Bentley, that's essentially like what he was saying, you know? Yeah. So I kind of like to urge people to invest in seat time rather than parts for the car and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think we're, we're kind of keying in on that a little bit. And that seems to be like an over overlying theme from everything that we do <laughs> from like the past like couple of podcasts and what we're trying to show people is, you don't need a whole lot of stuff to have fun. Just focus on you as a driver. Yeah, so, right. And I mean, you're an excellent example of that. Just from starting from you know not a whole lot, just just a couple you know years ago. So yeah. So what uh, what did you think? Are you were you the youngest person driving here this
1: weekend too? I think so. Okay. Maybe, yeah. and okay. I didn't take a poll. Yeah, I mean, it's but not probably. like they like check ID, you know, but <laughs> yo, <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> Excuse me, yeah. ma'am. Uh, you are not old enough to be here. Uh, you have to be 18.
1: <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah, so, no, I think so. I mean, it was good. Yeah. The be- that's the beauty of racing, though, because when you have your helmet on, nobody really knows you are. Yeah, no one, you no are. one cares. Yeah, are they, like girl, is he not especially the like makeup? something like, like this. They're
0: like, is the girl in the car? Is, or is like, that? is somebody else in the car? Like, who's who's driving?
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, who's who's
0: on first? <laughs>
1: So they then I can just take like, them out and like put on Greg's helmet and be like, oh, yeah. the footster's coming for you. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so it's perfect. See, that's yeah. that's intimidation mm. strategy right there. Exactly. There, so there we go. I'm
1: learning so yeah. much. In addition to
0: in addition to the driving and the prep for the car and everything, mm-hmm. there's also that mental like yeah. mental competition that you have not just between yourself with all the other drivers too it's so you chill. gotta like freak them out you know so <laughs> sorry am I giving secrets away
3: no absolutely <laughs> okay <not.
0: laughs> so what was what was the competition like for you guys this year like uh, what Woo. what other cars were you competing against were there a lot of other spec E46s in class with you guys or uh,
3: there there was in this um, okay. uh, you guys were on an e, E1 right yes yeah, E1 okay. um, and there yeah, was real
0: quick I, I just thought about this uh, a lot of our listeners probably don't know what the classing is like but mm-hmm. um, can one of you walk us through kind of what the different classes are and what type of cars kind of run in each class and how how it's figured out for
3: the twenty five? Yeah, for the twenty five. Um, sure. The so I think the the, the top class is uh, is basically in, in two parts. Um, there's ESR and ES. Okay. Basically, the ESR is any car that uh, that
0: esports racer. Is that uh, what that stands for? Or? No,
3: I don't. I don't know exactly what it stands for. To okay. so, tell so okay. the truth, but um, basically, super radical. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if your if your car starts as a as a normal street car, it's going to be an ES, and okay. it, that's open roll. So you can have um, any tires you want. You can change as many tires as you want per pit stop. Any fuel, some cell capacity, and all that stuff. Right. Uh, if you have a prototype or some, something like this, that's going to be ESR. Okay. So that's the, the top class. After that, you have E0, uh, which um, you know all the classes below ES. You can only change one tire at a time, and you can. Oh really? Help. Yes. Okay. So and you can only refuel ten gallons at a time. Wow. So it's. Um, so that's all
0: like the E0, E1, E2. Exactly. And E3 yes. cars are all that way. I. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
3: So that makes it pretty interesting because you need to have your. Um, your tire wear figured out because you cannot yeah. really only change one tire at a time. Yeah. Um, so
0: a lot of times in those classes, do people just change out like maybe like the, the right front, you know, or uh, like they don't, they're not coming in for four tires all the time. It's always like changing out just like one or you know, the ones on the right side of the car, or mm-hmm. the fronts or the rears. There's,
3: you know. there's different strategies out there. Okay. Um, you know, either you're gonna run all the tires um, all the time and save, um, save because so. The, the other rule is you have to refuel right and you can't do anything else when while you're, while refueling. you're refueling so okay, uh, can, a,
0: can a driver be in the car while you're refueling? yes you can do okay. your yeah. driver's okay. change so I wasn't sure if it was like you know like
3: some of the other organizations that are out there were like nobody can be in the car <laughs> right you know so um so basically you're you're going to spend a lot of time changing one tire every time so some teams prefer to just leave the tires on the car and then take it behind the wall change four tires and go back out okay um we decided this year to uh, to change one tire at a time um based on tire wear more or less right. um, so you know uh, it's it's a little bit longer pit stops every time but at least at least we have fresh tires all the time so right. um mm-hmm. so that's uh that's kind of, kind of the the rule of the of the 25 hours okay so e0 is going to be your um E forty six was S fifty four in it, something like that. Um, any any kind of um, GTS three. G- so mostly power to weight
0: that they can uh, is, consider, or is it like the regular like NASA class that they race in on a normal NASA weekend, not doing endurance racing that it classes yeah, in? Yes. So then, there's oh.
3: there's uh, NASA race uh, classes, SCCA. They, so whatever is close is yeah. going to race, okay. you know, together. So. Okay. Um, E zero is gonna be that kind of car. E one is our type of car, so Spec E forty six it's uh it's a no downforce, um, a lot less horsepower and right. things like that. No now for that, were you guys, you know, running as a spec E forty six and being classed
0: as a Spec E forty six, were you could you have run different tires if you didn't want to? You so, know, as, as if the car was regular, could you change something that wasn't spec E46, you know, for this type of race?
3: No, because we declared it as a as spec, a spec E46. 46 okay. So okay. we had to run the spec tires and the spec rain tires, which are not very good. They're, the RA1s are really yeah. dry tires. And they're, they're
0: the, yeah, they're a little old now. Well, not, not old date-wise, like I'm sure yours were fresh, but the design is just an old <laughs> yes. tire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're using RA1s from back like <laughs> 2005, oh, you yeah. know, no big deal.
1: Vintage. <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs>
0: You know, um, the car's 2005 wanted to use tires were
3: period correct so <laughs> <laughs> but all right, keep going. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so after that we had a few uh, Hondas in our car in, in our class as well okay. um, that were pretty fast at the start of the
0: race. yes
1: yeah.
3: um, <laughs>
1: And I imagine, I imagine those
0: Hondas were a pretty nice place to be when it was raining. Oh yeah, compared to a BMW like
3: you know, as, far as as far as driving goes. You know, our car was actually really good in, oh, yeah? in the rain, yeah. Okay. It was really good. Um, now, how, how were you driving it? Were you
0: kind of like driving it and like pitching it in, knowing that it was going to slide just a little bit and then, you know, but controlling it? Or did you try to well, minimize that because, you know, you didn't want to like put increased wear on the tires? Well, so Like you've taught your grasshopper here? Well,
3: <laughs> so on, on the dry, the, the tire wear is very important. On right, the right. wet, uh, we put in the wet tires, I think, at uh, what, 3 in the morning? Yeah. And finish the, the race. Yeah, on the done. one set. So yeah, that's what Justin was telling us yeah. earlier. Yeah. So you barely have anywhere on the on-rain tires. Okay. So, you know, if, knowing that, um, you know, you want to set up a car for the rain, you want a car that understeers a little bit. So right. if you enter with a little too much speed. It's a, little, a little safer. It's a little bit safer, yeah. yeah. So you're just going to, you know, um, make sure that you're braking at the right spots, um, which are actually really close to your dry braking points, because um, you're then, going because you're going slower. Exactly to begin mm-hmm. with, yeah. And the way the tire is constructed, you have a lot more straight line grip Stability, in the rain yeah. compared to uh, sideways uh, yeah. grip. So, um, so our car was um, was good. We set it up. Um, we had two different setups. Um, thankfully, it was just shocks uh, difference. So it was really quick to go from one to the other. Yeah, yeah. so um, it's
0: like no sway bar chain, like adjustment, exactly, just yeah. bring it in, swap <laughs> the tires out, and make a couple clicks, and you're good to go. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
3: So, um, so it didn't look that the Hondas were, were great out there um, when, when we were around them, um, especially on the brakes. Um, which is kind of the Especially. downside of the front wheel drive, right? So yeah. they, they only wear the the front brakes and yeah. they go through them pretty quickly. So, um, so the BMW was not a bad place to be. Yeah, we'll
0: give it. We'll give it just a second. There's some loud noises. Wow, like... wow this place cleared out fast. Yeah, like they're like everybody is gone. Well, I mean, everybody's here. I guess because we're sitting in, in pit lane, like it looks like nobody's. here. I feel like the only people that are left over are the ones yeah. with the
1: awards. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't get a. That's word a dedication. Out of here. Well, how many?
0: How many cars finished the race? Do you guys know?
1: Like 32. Oh, that's it. I don't. Yeah, it was something. Okay, and what? 68. 68 started.
0: 68 yeah. Or 70, okay. yeah. Yeah, 60 or 70. There. Yeah, I know. During the rain last night, there was a decent amount of carnage. So. Yeah. Oh God. You guys, uh, did you guys have any close calls or anything while you were out there? <laughs> not what I want to admit to.
1: No. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a little bit of, some, of contact there. There was some. There was some dirt there.
0: on the the in the front passenger side front tire. Like there was like that. There was tons of dirt uh, on that wheel. Right. Like what did you do? The dirt on the track. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never just, never drop a wheel. Stunt yeah, Miata's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so I mean, no serious co- close calls. Yeah. All like little moments. Yeah.
3: Well, I, today I probably had the scariest uh, lap of my life. Oh, which, God. Yes. Oh, God. This oh is yeah? great. Okay, tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, well, uh, let's hear the, about it. just scary. fogged up completely. and we oh Didn't before, have a stick yet? Yeah, that was terrifying. we didn't have a stick yet. So. <laughs> the stick. Um, and that, that, I lost the last little hole I was looking through <laughs> coming through 15. So I had to do the whole full lap with, with no... Um, and
1: that's worse in the daytime. Yes. I was doing that during the night, and it's fine because you had the reflectors. You just Try drive you by that. those. Yeah, no, <laughs> no we need gosh. to do I just
0: thought about it because we call it the stick right so it's uh-huh. a stick shift we need to like design a shift knob that you can like pull off and like scrub the windshield oh, up and just go. put it right back and on the shift knob it's very lightweight yeah it's yeah. Perfect. It it's always accessible it's like 15
1: pounds stick <laughs> that Greg always
0: accessible you know you're good yeah. to go that'd
1: so be great. that'd be pretty
3: that'd be pretty good so but tell us tell us about
1: this lap going back to corporate
3: <laughs> well uh, basically um, I started panicking coming out of the last corner because I realized I had to do a full lap without was looking from the side windows yeah. Uh, I just I just basically went on the on the inside so I could see the white line on the on the left side and um, fortunately, there was a car right in front of me so I could see the taillights okay and just followed it back to the pits. Okay. But, uh, yeah that was uh, that <laughs> so was,
0: did it did it gradually like start fogging up and then you couldn't see or was it just like I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine and then like over like a 10 second span it's just like whew.
3: So uh, no the, I mean the, the whole windshield was fogged up. There was just a little bit of a hole I was looking through okay. and I just lost it. Uh, oh, all God. of a sudden, so but it wasn't not very big, so size very quickly. Yeah, <It disenfranchised>.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: man, that's uh, that makes things a little interesting. Yeah. So that's what that's what I love about like endurance racing so much is that there's a lot more to it. Yeah, I mean, you have to drive fast, but there's just so much teamwork involved and so much mm-hmm. planning, and you know, it's always kind of a crapshoot. You know, yeah. something yeah. might break. That you know prevents you from finishing the race, or you lose lots of laps. Yeah. I know your your car ran pretty much flawlessly. Justin was telling me that you guys had an axle issue. Um, yeah. Took right around eight minutes to fix though, yeah. which is very very quick. So yeah. props
3: to you guys. Yeah, the guys were ready. They, they prepped uh, the car for the race, and they, they they practiced, and I mean they were they were on their on their game this time. So. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: awesome. Well, we really appreciate your guys' time. Uh, where can people find out more about each of you as a, as a driver? Hmm. And, and the team. I don't have a website. And the team. You don't have a website yet? <laughs> Do you? Uh, well, it's under construction. Oh, is okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we awesome. really appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. For more information on Control Engineering, you can call them at 916-636-9526. And you can search for them on Facebook at Total Control Engineering. That's control with a K and two L's and an E at the end. K-O-N-T-R-O-L-L-E, Engineering.